Hello, this is Zachary Witzig, the owner of IC London. I'm proud to add Natalie Witzig. If you're listening to this, that means that I made the decision to start Tony Pollard. It is with great indecisiveness that we must move forward. We'll be in a bad place to be, but we'll be ready to go into week four. Let's ride. This is the League Podcast, presented by Boys and Sons Radio Group. And proudly streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Ah! This is the league. We hope our friend and loyal co-host Zach is doing well. As you can hear, he's got a lot going on. But, you know, everybody has a lot going on. And some people might overshare, might be a little dramatic. Sometimes that's just attention-seeking behavior. Everybody has that friend that's like, oh, I don't think I can go do the Friday plans with everybody. But they just want everybody to beg to get them to come. And then just like that, they show up. And everybody has a good time. You're glad the friend came. But why does it have to be such an ordeal? (laughs) It's a lot like the league for the 22-23 season. I want to focus on literally anything else but fantasy football. No, no, please come back. Please come back. Fine, I'll come back. And now they're 3-0, one of the best teams in the league. We can't continue to honor this millennial woke (laughs) Attention-seeking behavior. John Doherty, 3-0. This is the league. Welcome in, Z. You can probably tell who our guest is today. Welcome in, Z. Welcome in, John. Welcome to the pod for the first time this season. He's back, like Dylan was saying, after almost walking away for good. And many of the listeners, myself included, (laughs) thought this is the last we were going to see of our friend in Cincinnati. But John, welcome back. You're here. You're three and zero. How are you feeling? Yes, thank you. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I am uh, yet happy to be here, but um, <laughs> I am here. So, uh, I guess that's gl- something. We're glad to have you. <laughs> yes, we're, we it's are. better for the league that you're here. We're happy okay. you stayed. We actually, had, I think we had three people walk away: Levi, Jay, and John, <laughs> and we were able to reel back in. John and Jay and, and Levi is actually the, now the co is he the co-manager of your team, John, or. Yeah. Co- you know, I, I, I plugged them in there for the, uh, what the weekend that I had to miss, but I mean, mm. you know, we've won, we've kept winning. So I thought why not keep him on. Um, he's, it's good to have a second pair of eyes, especially as experienced as by. Yep. It's really but funny. I to just be- think that's part of a conspiracy being a foot. Don't you think Z? It does sound like it. it I had it, a second email <laughs> for myself, and I had to remove it. But we can just add Levi Holland in. No problem. Of course. That's, I don't see a, any problem. That's a good point. That's a good point. I uh, I think, John, to start, what was the kind of the leading cause for coming back to the league? You know, kind of what made you walk away? What, what, brought, you, what brought you back home to the boys? Well, you know, I've played fantasy for 
uh, what, six or seven years probably at this point. And um, every year I have finished in the bottom half of the league. Most of the time, I don't think I've ever been last, but I have been second and third to last the majority of the years. And um, obviously this league, you have to really work hard to get even one win. Um, So like scraping by to get those like three or four wins just got to be, uh, you know, a lot. Uh, it was, it was, I was a little weary <laughs> of having to uh, work as hard as I thought um, I was working just to, you know, not get last, not have to buy the trophy. <laughs> um, so I thought it was time to give myself the old like Nick Collison retirement, you know, <laughs> the guy that we played for the Thunder. He was terrible the whole time, but he was a good enough guy that like the Thunder retired his jersey. So I was like, I might get a, you know, like a little, oh, he's a nice guy, Jersey retirement. Um, I love this guy. Uh, as I, uh, as I, as I like, you know, I don't know, as the summer went on, I, I started, I started to think about like, okay, what did I actually like about fantasy? And a lot of it was the draft. The draft is just like so fun. Everyone's like hopeful for their teams. Like, you know, <laughs> people are overpaying, people are underpaying. There's usually like a Zoom hang or like a party, you know, or any just anything social. Like, it's just fun, right? And um, I was like, man, that's going to suck to miss that. You know, like, I'm sure they're going to start talking about it. I'm sure they're going to start planning it. And I'm not going to be there. And that sucks. Um, but then, like, I got to thinking about, uh, you know, that. so that, that thought stayed in my head. But then, mm-hmm. like, as I listen to Bill Simmons' podcast regularly, you know, he, he starts mentioning – um, fantasy football cousin Sal's on there. He's mentioned fantasy football. I'm like, dang, crap. <laughs> like, and so by the time that I was starting to get texted uh, about rejoining the league, I don't necessarily think I had to get my arm twisted too much mm. um, because I, I just I started feeling that like sentimental feeling about like the draft day and early season, and um, so I'm back. Uh, you know, I. Definitely, the time off was worth it. You know, we we got a puppy. Um, we were able to start raising a puppy, and so you know, my retirement definitely was not wasted. Um, but I'm happy to be back. There, Dylan and I having all about that perspective. <laughs> yeah, Dylan and I were we were looking up your uh, the value of your last uh, the last. Uh, points that you scored in fantasy what the value was to the highest bidder kind of like tom brady's auction ball um and then originally it was going to be i think it was like 95k and uh but then you announced your your comeback and the value of it's nothing now so at at one point you could have walked away with you know a nice little stack in your pocket but here you are back with the league uh did did nick joining have anything to do with this as well well you know I think so, you know, because I, I obviously I know what Nick brings to the table in social situations, and uh, right. and what when, what does he bring to the table? Just you know, just the goofiness, uh, kind of like you know, most boys meet the line and stay on one side. Nick is one of those guys willing to take a step over that line, um, and you know, get someone say a full, a, yeah, a full yeah a full bounce yeah a full bounce. Right. Yeah. You know, um, so obviously like, yeah, that, that played He's a role. I knew jump. it was going to be fun. Um, <laughs> Triple and, uh, 
Um, and then like seeing Jay, you know, it just, it just shows how weak of a man he is to like <laughs> not hold out on his retirement. So for no reason, and he still hates it. So straight, straight. I love it. Oh man. Well, talk to us about your team. So going into the draft, I remember, cause I was, I think I was sitting next to you on draft night. Uh, you were pretty high on Jalen hurts and Tom Brady. And so far, Hurts has been unbelievable, obviously. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, what is he, top two, top three quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you concerned by what you've seen from Tom, or what are your thoughts right now? Um, n- not really. Uh, I, I do think he has officially taken that, you know, that step that's going to lead to a retirement that actually lasts, um, you know, mm-hmm. and – I think he has gotten to the point where he's going to focus in on winning the game, not messing up too much and just kind of skating by. So as in a fantasy perspective, that's obviously not great. Um, But what I do value with him um, is that, you know, he hasn't messed up, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't like um, got me negative points. He hasn't like given me like two points or something like that because of like four interceptions or something like that. I don't think that's going to happen with, um, a player like that. So, and it definitely, it definitely does help that I've got Jalen hurts mm-hmm. in um, QB one. Basically I would say my goal for my QBs, um, I kind of combine their point total um, and my goal for the QB and QB one and two is just hopefully to get 40 points a week. Mm. So I've basically been able to do that with Jalen getting, you know, roughly 28 to 35 and then uh Brady being around like, you know, 12 to 15. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not as exciting as I want it to be, but it's, um, yeah, he's, he's not bad. I don't mind that he's there. Yep. Probably the biggest surprise for me with your team has been the Patterson hanging on to being just like this unbelievable. Like I, I thought he was, I thought he was washed. And he came out and has two 22-point games so far. Yeah. And I watched a lot of that Falcons game on Sunday, and he actually looks like – he was, like, hurtling guys. It's not just like yeah. he's, like, running around. He's, like, legitimately, like, getting out there and, and doing some crazy stuff. So – and I think you got him for what? You got him for a dollar? Or what was I your I think product? so. I think, yeah, it was yeah. – I know it was under five. Freaking a dollar, man. That's crazy. Um. Yeah, with that one, I I mean, and obviously, like, a lot of the dollar players, you don't have, like, a solid concrete plan to yep. get them. I think that was, like, late in the draft. I saw him there, and I'm like, well, for a dollar, I'll take a bet. You know, I'll take a flyer on the guy. And um, as I thought about it more, you know, with Ridley out, um, Pitts being, you know, okay, um, but not great so far. Um, definitely not as good as everyone was saying he's going to be and then having Mariota quarterback I'm like well I mean there's a good chance that he's going to still get a lot of usage um it mm-hmm. might be slower he might be watched but he's still going to get the ball um at the end of the day fantasy is about just getting some stats not winning a game um so um yeah felt good about that one and he's definitely paid off yeah I mean between him and CEH you've gotten like insane value from those two guys two dollars for like 80 points or whatever it's been which for the record if 
um, every time I watch, I don't like what I see. I, I like <laughs> eye test. He, he sucks. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, he has he's, seven he's carries fast. for zero yards on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but... he's, he's, he's not fast. He doesn't read like the, the, uh, the line very well. And like where the defense is going, like he, he's bad, but the chiefs just don't really have any, anything else. So, um, true coming out of the backfield. So, I've gotten lucky with that one. I, I'm not a huge fan of watching CEH play, though. Man. Dill, what are your thoughts on John's team? Um, this is my whole point of bringing this up. <laughs> Taking you, baby, to it. <laughs> is that... Well, I just wanted to give you a shout-out once again for the name. I know it ruffles a lot of feathers, but I think it's very creative. <laughs> and it shows that you were, you were here to make a point, you know. You weren't, just, you weren't just back just to be back. Um, I don't know. I think the thing that's most fascinating to me this year, and I don't know why it's all of a sudden fascinating to me this year, but the like, um, what's the word? Like just the turbulence or lack of consistency that can come when you have like two stud wide receivers like that. It just seems like it's such like a boom bust. Like it, to me, it seems like, Guys like C.D. Lamb and Tyreek Hill, like they either have like the the week that wins you a matchup, or the week that mm-hmm. I mean just causes it to be impossible to win. But I guess that's that's the whole point. It's like that they, it doesn't matter because when they do go off, they can win you a week. But yeah, um, and John just really smartly like he went and got the tight end that is actually worth getting, and paying some money for so i just think it's just a really well-constructed roster yeah are there any thoughts of starting davis mills instead of tom brady um i mean i have thought about it especially after week one mm-hmm. um he's kind of fell flat the last couple of weeks of that big mills and i think brady's points i don't have in front of me but i think they're like they've been increasing slowly but surely so um probably not for now mm-hmm. um but, you know, just because, like I, I like I said earlier, like I don't think Brady's going to give me a week where he gets like four points, whereas Davis Mills can definitely have that week. <laughs> um, yeah. So as long and, as Jalen Hurts is going off, all I need is 10 points from that quarterback, too, and I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. This is your first week without Swift, so there's going to be some – we're going to need to see some things here from, from Devin and – CEH is getting to step up, CP, uh, while you guys are out. Sad. I assume, though, you're still – are trade lines open for you, or are you kind of just still – You know, I obviously, like – so I hadn't looked at the app. Um, I saw your text first, Z, this morning about me not getting um, Williams. And and, um, and then I saw, like, you know, JB got him for 125, and – my my initial reaction was like, well, crap, I have to like, you know, I'll have to send a message to JB. He's probably going to like take me for a ride on a trade for that guy. But like, I need to get him. But as I as I thought about it, I was walking Marty this morning. I'm like, you know what? I just don't need <laughs> to do anything. I don't need to do anything. Um, my team has scored points. Um, I mean, Swift has had, I think, one lackluster week. Um, and I still won. So... Um, and Cordell Patterson and CEH right now are playing to, you know, uh, to an expectation that our starting running back would be playing at. So 
I'm just going to ride it out. Um, you know, I don't believe in panic trading. Um, I don't like, you know, having one of those trades where I wake up the next morning thinking like, what the hell have I done? <laughs> yep. So, um, I, I really try to, especially this year, like getting back into it this year, I was really trying to, um, make calculated moves. Um, and, uh, some of them pay off, some of them don't, but yeah, with this losing out on Williams, I'm going to stay put. Okay. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. Uh, Michael is gone tonight. He's taking his bye week. Uh, convenient. We've seen a couple bye weeks now from from Mo. Mo dropped back last week, but Dill, glad to have you back on the pod. <laughs> and uh, that does lead me to we we had two trades here this last week uh, between pods, and wanted to get your guys' thoughts on them. So, Dill, to start, uh, what are your thoughts on my trade with with the Orlando Tidal Waves last Thursday? I sent Debo and Michael Carter for Miles Sanders and AJ Dillon. What do you, what do you think about that one? I think you well. And really, if you go just, if you go a little bit deeper, uh, this is really Gabe Davis and and Justin what? Fields and Scary Terry for <laughs> Sanders and uh-huh. Dillon. Yeah, anyway. that just assembled half of my top four draft picks. <laughs> so soon um it's tough to give up debo um but you definitely needed the running back help so Mm -hmm. i totally understand where you're coming from and if that's the piece that it takes to get it done Mm -hmm. that's what you have to do and that's a smart move to make because fan you have to win the week in front of you that's what fantasy football is did you notice what happened this week when i didn't have debo and eckler on my team Less texts. Well, less texts, <laughs> and, and and I got a, I got a, I got a win. Uh-huh. It was, it was crazy. Cleaned up the locker room. It, it wasn't a good win, but uh, there's definitely something good here. So anyway, uh, that takes us to trade two, where my other player I traded away, Eckler, was also involved here. Uh, Ruley sent Eckler and Lawrence, Big Trev, to the Tidal Waves again. Tidal Waves mm-hmm. reacted last week for Dak. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Geno Smith, and Jamar Chase. John, you're a big Cincy guy. What are your thoughts on Chase getting sent to Jay? How do you feel about that? I think Jay, uh, as far as the Jamar, so I'm gonna I'm gonna split this trade in two. Um, mm. I think I think you could split it into a Jamar for Eckler and then a Lawrence for every you know whatever uh, Geno mm-hmm. Smith, Brandon Cooks, and an injured Dak Prescott. Um, Eckler for Chase. I'm taking Chase a thousand times out of a hundred. I mean, every time. Uh, I am an anti Eckler fan. <laughs> um, me too. He, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I and I, I, I've, I've said this um, to uh, many boys like on Discord while we're gaming and stuff. Like I, I think it was the fantasy football ringer show. Um mentioned Eckler and they, they were pretty low on him because a lot of his touchdowns came within like 10 yard line mm-hmm. points wise. That looks great. Um, but the likelihood of that happening again is, I mean, pretty, pretty small. And um, I just don't really see the fantasy output with Eckler. Um, well, the, the, chase the, has had the like, thing is John, sorry to interrupt here, but the thing is, good. is in order for him to, have repeat success from the 10 yard, you know, within 10 yards, 
there has to actually be plays designed for Eckler to do things. And right. this is my whole point in bringing this up, which is I've said this to many boys on ironically on discord and Xbox too, but I, I'm ready for the best players to be make plays for their team. Mm. And I'm, I'm ready for the, especially when you have a freak athlete like Jamar chase Eckler is not overly athletic, but he is really skilled and he's really good at finding different gaps. And we saw that last year and I'm like, he's gotten, I think it's two red zone looks so far through three games. And I'm like, the Chargers are what one and two, and I was like, just mm-hmm. try something, you know. And that's and my Herbert thing. Herbert can't throw, right? So like, so I don't know. Right. I I just get discouraged sometimes, and I I feel like sometimes I think people are trying to make this overcomplicated, mm-hmm. and I just think if you have great positional players, let them go out and work. Like, there's a reason like Travis Kelsey is so good, right? I mean, like they mm-hmm. like you just like look at the guys that are like actually doing this for their teams. And Mark Andrews had another big week, too, where it's like, yeah, throw the guy the ball. And Mark Andrews had one of the craziest catches I've seen. Like, I mean, C.D. Lamb right. had that one-handed grab. Like, you find your guys in the end zone, like, let them make plays. Anyway, that's right. that's just my little my little digression there. Yeah, well, I, there's some teams getting some too cute awards this year. Yeah, I totally like, agree. The Chiefs ran that play in the mm-hmm. first half, I think, where they just, like, Mahomes caught the snap and, like, just threw it sideways, yep. like a slap pass, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Score a touchdown. Yep. Right. Yeah. I just, I think like uh, the last three weeks, the Bengals have the, the Bengals O-line has locked it in more and more. And the more time Burrow gets, the more throws he will make and more catches Jamar Chase will make. Yep. Cause Burrow loves to throw to Chase. And um, I think you're going to see him turn around. I mean, he had a big week one, week two and three he had eight and like nine, almost 10. Um, I think those are the lowest weeks he's going to have. Yep. Whereas Eckler, I just, I don't see it. Just don't. Um, and like you said, the Chargers game plan is not going to allow that. Um, allow AFC him to get West ball. disappointing overall this year so far, I think. Yeah, As for sure. They, they came out, they came out rough. Um, so the second part of this deal, uh, I really like, Trevor Lawrence, um, mm-hmm. Geno Smith, Brandon Cook, Dak Prescott, like Dak, it could pay off for Jay. Um, it just depends on when he comes back and how he plays when he comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno's just fine. Um, I mean, he's he's at the bottom of your bench when one of your other QBs isn't playing and he plays for that one week. So I, I don't value him much. And then Brandon Cook's is fine. You know, he's boring. He's 10, 12 points a week. That's fine. Um, so, uh, but with Trevor Lawrence, you know, he has, I think, actually improved week by week. I think he's had like one. Mm-hmm. Looking at looking up his stats right now. Yeah, he's had one touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, and, um, you know, looking at their schedule, it's not like crazy hard. Um, so I really think that Thatcher got a good one with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I wasn't super high on Trevor Lawrence from the get go, but. Um, I'm glad that he is beginning to definitely prove me wrong. Yep. I think I actually, I think Gino's starting for Jay this week. <laughs> I don't think, Jay, uh, I, don't, I don't think James <laughs> is playing. <laughs> uh, uh, before we hop into our, our ad, I just wanted to one final note from free agency today. Uh, I didn't realize JB beat out Thatch by $4 for Jamal Williams. Thatch bid 121. 
and JB got him for 125. Johnny had 100 on him. I had 75. Cody had 50. Uh, JB, let's see. Dill, did you put anything on him? No, you didn't. Uh, and then Nick put 30 on him. So JB got him for 125. I got my guy. I got Cleo Herbert. I'm kind of pumped for him. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have a bear. That's going to be a good get. Yeah. It's good to have a bear in the squad. It feels good. Um, yeah, who knows? Do we need to put happen. a cap on amount of uh, text messages about Cleo Herbert <laughs> in the fantasy chat. Oh, like, or... This is the thing. Like, I mean, I hope we see more fields. Like, I don't want to see Herbert that much as, as a Bears fan. We have to see how fields goes. But fantasy wise, we'll see what happens there. Um, that's pretty much our, our craziest additions today were Cleo and, and uh, Jamal Williams, a couple other small pieces getting added, but that, that's all there is there. Dill, what's who's our sponsor for unofficial sponsor for this week? Well, <sighs> you get done with church. <laughs> oh my gosh. You think to yourself, where can I watch one, possibly two football games at the same <laughs> time with my friends? And a, and a women's Big Ten soccer game. Yes. And you just, you're driving through your neighborhood and you're wondering what would be good. And you stumble upon Applebee's. Dining room's not open though. So you got to go to another Applebee's. <laughs> right. But there's Pretty. unlimited wings and fries, $12.99. <laughs> incredible value, incredible speed and efficiency. True. Um, the wing to weight ratio, like wait time ratio, mm-hmm. is top notch. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings would never. <laughs> that wasn't in the ad copy. That's just me. Buffalo Wild Wings would never. Mm-hmm. So the next time you want to eat good in the neighborhood and watch at least one football game, possibly two, boys, <laughs> go to Applebee's. Yeah, that was a great time on Sunday. And you forgot to mention the $7 uh, mark from our good friend, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, Dwayne, the rock Johnson coming in clutch for Z. <laughs> with a, with a Terramana $7, $7 mark for the boys uh, and some diet Pepsis. I thought Jay was going to have a, have a little freak out moment when they have diet, diet Coke for him. He kind of panicked. Diet Coke. <laughs> you have diet Pepsi. No, I need, I need a second. <laughs> I've never ordered another soft drink. I need, he said, well, I we know from sec- the Cracker Barrel story. Said, I need a second. <laughs> We know from the Cracker Barrel story, Jay does not order well under pressure. Man, no kidding. This is I'm tough surprised shot. he ended up remembering to order wings. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all get? I need a minute with the menu. <laughs> Orders biscuits uh, gravy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, man. Get inflamed for the orders. I love it. <laughs> All right, speaking of Flames, we got Blazing 5. I listened back. I think I went 3 of 5 last week, so it was not my best week. Um, so looking to bounce back here. I'm just going to just fly through this. I'm going to tell you guys the lines. Uh, Potters, you're playing Team Hunt this week. This is going to be a, a, a big matchup for your team. Um, team Hunt's dangerous. He is 1 and 2. He's looking for a little rebound. You're looking to keep the streak alive. Uh, I'm actually taking you here. I just don't think... Cody has quite enough firepower yet. I think he's. This might be the time Cody makes a trade. Honestly, I think one of the one of those wide receivers is going to get moved in the next couple of days. So choosing you there. Uh, next up, I got 
Jay versus Nick, which I'm still surprised we haven't seen that much chatter, uh, you know, smack talk and leading up to this big event. Um, Jay did lose last week. And so therefore I have to take Nick in this matchup. Uh, you know, Nick got that first win. He's looking to kind of go, uh, you know, two and two here. And if he wins this, there will be uh, a lot of smack for sure coming Jay's way uh, for the next couple of weeks. Then, Dill, I see your favorite 120 to 11 <laughs> in, in your matchup with ML right now. <laughs> it's an all time early concede by ML. <laughs> and I can't, I can't figure out how to one up him here. <laughs> I, I got, I got to do something. <laughs> 120 to 11. Uh, Chris Alave is the only starter Michael has in the lineup currently. Yeah, I am getting <laughs> just outdone and yep. early concede. Yeah, so what's got... going to happen when Michael becomes like, you know, gets busy being a dad and forgets <laughs> and then just plays Chris Alave this week? Then he'll there'll be many texts to the commission to reset the lineups. That's right. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Dill, I'm seeing a lot of cues on your team. Well, I've seen a lot of question marks. Well, I think Dalvin's going to play. Okay. You know, the last time he had this Skull. injury, the last time he had this injury, they created what was called a device for him to wear on his shoulder, and he had like 33 points. He ran all over the Steelers. And I don't think he'd fly all the way to London if he's not going to play. Mm. Um. Ooh, I forgot that's in London. However, say your clock's up. However, yeah. if they don't, um, if they do rule him out, then I've got Madison. So I'm not too worried about the Dalvin situation. Come. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's rough. And I, I feel like I'm in a rough spot because I'm rostering four quarterbacks because I don't know if the Bears are ever going to let Field <laughs> be a quarterback or if they're just going to continually throw the ball four times a game. Um, why is Devontae Smith questionable? That's my guy. Yeah, he's your big bench guy that you got rewarded for for not playing him last uh, week. It, so, um, it just looks like he was limited at practice. So I wish they wouldn't probably put the not much by them after Wednesday practice because, like, <laughs> right? Basically, if you're a starter, you don't practice on Wednesday. So. Right. Is um is Tannehill getting a start this week for you? I really like what Mariota brings to the table, especially against a bad I mean they're especially against a bad defense. Colts defense has been creating some turnovers, so not really wild about starting Tannehill in that matchup. Gotcha. But I think Mariota's gonna be on my squad here in the next couple weeks. That's my prediction. Send an offer over. <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm I calling right now. Back. Uh we'll do. Uh, our premier matchup of the week, the most highly touted matchup, uh, is Waystar FC versus the Tidal Waves. JB two and one, Tidal Waves one and two. A lot of smack talk going down right now between JB and Thatch. Who do y'all got on this one, John? Um, honestly, I've got JB on this one. Um, I think Thatcher's still kind of building um, his mm. team out. I, I. The two running backs that he has traded for being Javante Williams and Austin Eckler, those are probably lowest mm-hmm. on my list to um, to start. Yep. Uh, I'm scared. Debo's been a little lackluster. You know, I mean, it's it's Debo, so he could he could have a boom week. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, JV's team, it's savvy. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, okay, I, so. I had <laughs> you said? I had to uh... – I said we'll edit this out. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, it took it took uh, CD Lamb having a big game for me to beat um, JV. So, got to take yeah, JV that was a one. statement Monday night win. Mm. That just team looks a lot less scary without Jamar. I think I'm with Hawkinson and Keenan Allen at the bottom concern me. Uh, I do think we see a bounce back week for JJ. I think he's going to get pissed if he doesn't have a good week, and so Kirk's going to look his way a lot because I think Kirk yep. is going to need to keep him happy. Still, any insight into the Vikings mindset over there? Uh, no, but usually after a couple weeks like that, I mean, he's going to be targeted heavily, probably yeah. in play action deep passes. Also, um, yeah, I, I like the moves that Thatcher has made. I think Trevor Lawrence is only going to get better. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I like uh, Trev. Herbert still concerns me for this week. I think he's going to be hurt for a little bit here. I yeah. don't know why he played last week. I don't either. They had a long week. He could have got, I mean, they played Thursday the week before, so I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a lot of a lot of season left for him to be playing last week, I think. But we'll see. Uh, I'm visiting the Brighton Losers. Oh no, I'm hosting the Brighton Losers uh, in London. So we're excited to welcome the Vikings and Saints and the Brighton Losers to London this weekend. Uh, this is going to be. An odd matchup, I think. Uh, it feels like Brady's due for just a pop-off week after last week. I think the fantasy gods are going to give him a little reward here. Um, if, if he does start 0-4, I think Brady walks away from the league. What do you guys think? I don't want to say it out loud. So, um, Brady, Thank I don't you. think Brady will walk away from the league. I think Brady values friendship above all else. Hmm, that's fair. And he knows that this is a good way to stay close to his friends. And I, I, I just, I don't want the league without Brady. I don't like talking about people leaving the league. Yep. Present company included. That was wholesome AF deal. That really was. That. that was nice. Um, Unless yeah. Jordan wants to leave the league. <laughs> oh yeah. Door's always open for Jay. <laughs> Brady suffered from playing the wrong guy every week, and I think this yes. is the week he gets it right. Yeah. I think he gets it'll, it right this week. That'll wear you down. That'll mm-hmm. wear you down. For sure. It about wore me down when Zeke had a touchdown on Monday night, and I <laughs> that was sad. It, it was really funny. I think Pollard – let me – I have it right here. I'm just going to pull it up. Pollard, the first two games, had – what did he have? He had two receptions, game one, four receptions, game two, and then zero receptions in game three. <laughs> and a night that Dallas Schultz and their and Cooper and every and Gallup were all gone. So I was like, oh, perfect. Pollard's gonna have tons of receptions, it's gonna be great. And then he had zero. And then he rushed for 105 yards, which I'm still not sure how that all happens, but it did. And it took the Dallas defense to be bad at the end. Then they got that pick, and I was sad. Brady losing because of a missed field goal in the first quarter is just so a blocked field goal, not missed, a blocked. Yeah, even worse. Yep, it's gonna be a fun week. But as we wrap up, John, you're a dog owner, a dog dad. Dylan, you're a dog dad. So let's start some some dog dad stories. 
Actually, John, I think I might know the story you might tell with your parent corner. Is it the one from like two nights ago? I could tell that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it. Um, so trigger warning, I am going to, I'm going to uh, talk about some, uh, it's going to be a throw up story. So <laughs> trigger warning for you listeners out there. So we're playing call of duty. Um, what it's probably like midnight. Um, it's uh, myself. And, um, we're in the heat of the battle and all of a sudden uh, JJ uh, my girlfriend, for people that don't know, um, mm-hmm. she'd gotten up to like take some Pepto Bismol and she like mentioned that she was not feeling well. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, just take that and try to get some sleep. Well, um, all of a sudden I just hear her, uh, you know, just throwing up. <laughs> like, I, I mean, just, and it's, it's pandemonium. And like, I told the guys, like, I, I gotta go, I gotta go. She's getting sick. And, um, Maybe so game. I get off. Which, we, which, by the way, for the listeners, we did win the game that John dropped out of. The, they did win the game yeah. um, in honor. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope in honor of me. Yeah, in honor. Um, in my situation. So, um, so, and JJ is a teacher. So, at that point, you know, it's like 1230 at night. She's up. She's throwing up. She's not going to school in the morning. But with that, she has to make sure her sub plans are all part. together and all, you know, sent to the right people. So, she's like, you know it's at this point, it's probably, it's pushing one o'clock. We're sitting in our living room. She's on her laptop, frustrated, you know, trying to get everything together. And, um, our dog, our golden, golden doodle, Marty, um, is, you know, he, he can tell something's up at this point in night. Like I'm usually playing video games or going to bed. JJ's asleep. And like, we're both up and like sitting. And so he's, you know, kind of checking it out, um, grabbing some toys, chewing on his toys. And, um, while JJ is planning, all of a sudden, I hear my dog starting to throw up <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way that JJ is going to throw up. And then 15 minutes later, our dog throws up and lo and behold, this dog threw up on our carpet. Like I think two or three times. Um, oh, and so like, our, I mean, we were just in shambles um, that night and uh, luckily, I mean, both are now okay. They're, <laughs> you know, uh, Marty, Marty throws up because he likes to eat his toys. Um, my guy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> just kind of the way it goes. <laughs> um, and uh, if, if I may share one more about mm. Marty, um, that yes. I, I was a golden, um, this, this is a golden story from him. So uh, he, he really likes to drink water. Um, it's, you know, the golden doodle way. They love water. And there was one, I think it was like a Saturday. Um, we're hanging out. JJ's working. Um, doing some laundry and we had given Marty some food and filled up his water bowl and, you know, his water bowl is a normal size for a dog. Um, and we, you know, we'll fill it up. So he always has it available. And for whatever reason, um, in this moment, now mind you, he hadn't been like outside running. He hadn't been playing. He had just been, you know, lounging around relaxed Saturday morning for whatever reason, this dog gets up, he starts to drink the water and he doesn't stop drinking the water until there's no water left. So in one, like one standing, this dog drank a whole bowl of water. Now, while this is happening, JJ is like up and, you know, up and walking around him and like commenting to me, like, should we make him stop? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, he's probably just thirsty. And she, I, I will say she was absolutely correct. She said, well, I think that's going to make him sick. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just water. This dog drank every single bit of that water in the bowl took two steps threw up yep <laughs> and i'm like 
<laughs> and I, I never expected to watch my puppy overindulge in water. You know, you expect like a kid to overindulge with some food or like even with a puppy, you know, maybe overindulge with like beef jerky or something. But no, he drank an entire bowl of water like in one go and just made himself sick. And, you know, he's he's a loving dog, but he's he's definitely dumb. So we love wow. him. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of yep. that's that's too much puke for me in in one one yeah, session for sure. Dill, how's how's uh your dog these days? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I did get a picture of uh Haas sent me a picture during the day. <laughs> he was reading uh, JB's press release about his name, <laughs> and Haas had made a meme of himself. On top of Michael Jordan's body, <laughs> said I took that personally. Oh. Since then, Haas hasn't really eaten anything in the house. So oh, totally no. changed his behavior. Uh, actually, in all seriousness, Haas is on a, a different medicine. He's actually doing pretty good. So, not really any stories there. Yeah, thankfully. Awesome. Because he was uh, eating everything in sight. So, <laughs> just absolutely, absolutely absolutely terrible scene like we could not put anything away fast enough the uh a picture frame of a picture (laughs) that he was in like out of control but all good now all good the listeners did want to know did the kid that asked you if he had to wear pants did he wear pants then the student did did you did comply with the school dress code. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. yeah That's... Can I, can I, can I take my pants off? No, you have to wear your pants. Also, it's only eight 50 in the morning. Please just like get started with my day before I, have I did like this. I wanted to put in the chat. I, I, I think I got busy with work, but I, I wanted to put in the chat, like that kid is destined to work from home. Yes. Like, I mean, <laughs> yes, because let me tell you as someone who goes into the office, like maybe two to four times a month, like oh. I wake up and I'm pissed. I have to put on pants. <laughs> so yeah, he's definitely listen, destined. Jay, like, don't listen to the end of this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Oh my. <sighs> Well, I have a wholesome parent corner story. Uh, I was up in the fort last night. Uh, Short version, we had to drop Bethany's grandma off uh, halfway so her parents could pick her up and take her up to uh, GR. A lot of driving, but the pro was I stopped at uh, Casa de Overbeck and Mm. got to meet Leo for the first time. So that was a a ton of fun. And uh, Natalie and Leo met. Uh, a little bit of flirting going on as yeah. we start the courtship of the new world power couple, Leo and, and Natalie. Um, but in all seriousness, it was great uh, to see how awesome Leo's doing. Uh, it's crazy to think that he was supposed to be here just three weeks ago and has been here for over two months. So it was a ton of fun. And our producer, Michael, uh, made a good one. So big shout out you to Michael. That. He's still reeling got that from dog meeting in Natalie, so mm-hmm. that's why he's not on the pod tonight. Still reeling. Right. Realizing they've got a lot of work to do if Leo's going to court Natalie. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, though. It's fun. Uh, it's awesome. 
Do you, right, think, guys. Do you guys oh. think JB's doing okay? Like, you think he's sad about DeAndre Swift? I think, Sorry. yeah. I mean, it's it's like, uh, you know, rainy day just failed a easy <laughs> final um, to, you know, fail a class for the semester type sad. Mm-hmm. I really, I really feel for the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, John, when are you making a Twitter? Yeah. I think I'm going to stay dark on the on the Twitter side. Oh, why? Yeah. I, you know, I've I've never I've never really been active on the Twitter in uh, real in real life. Yeah, I mean, you so... can be like JB and just start using it as a burner. That's true. <laughs> I retweet the president true. like once a day on there. <laughs> I, I, that made my day. That that made my day. The Josh Stallions liked President Biden's tweet. I mean, I was like, Dill, why? Why do we have to do this?" <laughs> Dill's I retweeted POTUS and JB's subtweeting like Celtic accounts. Like, what's going on? John, a couple more questions that we got. We asked for questions on Twitter actually, and one question is, "Um, oh, what?" <laughs> What year are you on in your most recent 2K simulation? <laughs> Man, uh, that that game has a stronghold on me this year because they have 2K my eras. Oh. You can do you can do team team simulations like starting in 1992. No way. With the leagues. Oh yes, it's incredible. So, so we're actually I've, going backwards here. I, I my, thought I was going to get like uh, 2042, and I'm going to get 1995. My, my my latest simulation, I think I, I got Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers to twelve championships. Mm. So wow. So really doing well for myself over here. All right. And um <laughs> okay. Do you and Marty like eat out of the same bowl or have you gotten rid of that bowl since college? <laughs> Unfortunately, that bowl has been misplaced, but uh, I do think in 2,000 years when people are digging up all of the relics of our civilization, they will find that bowl and it will be treated uh, Wait, like what's the story the with gods. this bowl? <laughs> we lived in a, uh, my senior year, uh, Nick and I's senior year, we were living in the lodge with John and Brady and Micah and Tillis. And, um, Who's Micah? Um, these, these. Never uh, mind. Different people, story, different time. People that Nick Anyways. and I lived with all four years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, John had this one bowl that he ate mac and cheese and ramen and whatever else out of. I think it was washed like once per once every four to five uses, and it just looked like a dog bowl. <laughs> yeah. Everybody called it the dog bowl, and it so, was always on the counter. <laughs> yep. We had that in our lives. It was a massive. Oh, go ahead. It was this massive bowl that was like, I mean, it was just multi-purpose, you know. Yeah, it, it, it was. was uh, it was Bold, perfect. Food, whatever. <laughs> perfect. We had that in our lodge, it but it was perfect. It was bit. It was Seth Turcotte's, uh bottle of sarsaparilla root beer oh. that <laughs> he got at the Mississippi State Fair in September, uh, and was there until we moved out in April. <laughs> Half drank the entire time. Amazing. Holy crap. Oh, John's was I mean, washed more frequently than that, but um, it was a great ramen bowl. Loved it. Yes. Man, I'm kind of crazy. Some ramen. Gone. What did you All say, right. Dad, the bowl's gone. John, thanks for being here. And thanks uh, for having me.
Yeah, best of luck on your undefeated season. We'll see if it continues here this week. Dill, best of luck to you against our uh, producer. You cannot be here with us tonight. We'll see if you're going to come out of this 3-1. and That'd be crazy. Uh, It looks like I will right now. Yes. I was going to say you're well favored right now. (laughs) (laughs) As we close out, I just wanted to shout out uh, a couple owners that have been a little lackluster (laughs) on the trade lines today. And I don't know if this is just for me, but I did want to did want to put it out there. Um, you know, I've decided to that they shall remain anonymous. You all know who you are. I'm not going to expose here on the pod. Might be a couple tweets about it later. But if you're listening to this, you made it this far. Just know that we appreciate a text back, even if it's a no. Just that's all. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>